the long-awaited drought of football ends this Saturday. Hell yeah. Um, We're going to dive in today on some college football, everything. So we're going to dive in on week one, which is this Saturday, and then like a kind of an overall um, – it's about college football. We're not going to dive into week two games, which are the big ones like um, Oregon, Georgia. Uh, yeah, I believe Oregon, Georgia, Ohio State versus um, the hell is Ohio State playing? Notre Dame, like those games, because we're going to do like a week by week on football. But we are going to talk about a lot of college football things today. Um, Zach and I were talking about it. We were like, dude, this is the longest I feel like there's ever been no football for some reason. For as long as I remember following football, this is the longest like off season I could ever remember. It feels like it. I feel like I literally haven't watched football in like three years. Yeah, and I think one of the main things we talked about was just because, um, like, we have teams switching conferences. We had so much transfer portal news. NIL is like still such a prevalent matter. Like, we literally had college football news uh, topics to go over every week since the off season started. But usually, like, um. In seasons past, like once the championship game was played, you'd have like that week after where they would just nonstop show the highlights from the championship game. And then you'd go into like your hiatus. But this offseason, there was none of that. Like we literally got college football news every day, it felt like. So um, it's been long awaited. Um, One of the things I will say, though, is I don't know if we can technically call this week one of college football. I don't consider it week one until we have our first ranked game. Of the season. Week usually, zero it. Well, week zero it. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. We have a week zero yeah. is a perfect analogy for that. Cause I think really the only like big game we have, uh, or big game in my opinion, is when our boy Bentley Sanders um travels down to New Mexico State and puts on for the city. But eat? oh yeah. But um speaking of that, let's just jump right in to the schedules. Um, first game, we got Austin Pay traveling. Is it P or pay? Whatever. I actually visit. I say pay. Week. I say pay. Yeah. Um, I took a visit there once. Love the campus. Football stadium so nice. Pretty sure it's all turf. Um, but the governors will be traveling to the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, um, which just look like their mascot looks like oversized, um, like an old McDonald's mascot, in my opinion. Yeah, but very scary if you're a young child. Yes, mortifying. But um I wish we could just do a breakdown of like what mascots we think we would win, like an NCAA mode when you just pick your mascot. But the only information we really have on this game, um, Western Kentucky has about a 94.5% chance of walking away with the dub. Um, I think this is because according to ESPN's uh, FPI power index. Um, Reason for this is I'm pretty sure Austin Pay is D1 AA. They're they're a very solid FCS program. Okay, yes, they're FCS. Yes, they will do a very good job um, in the FCS. But unfortunately, when you take on your FBS counterparts, aka your older brother, um, you will get shown why you are the younger brother. Especially the one with the offensive power of Western Kentucky, dude. They put up like 60 points a game. Yeah, completely agree. Um, going I'm from def- there, I'm definitely rocking with Western Kentucky, by the way. Yes, 100%. My pick is Western Kentucky. Likewise, um, no upsets there. Um, not yet, at least. Moving forward, we have our first Big Ten matchup. 
does the Big Ten usually start off with week one no, in conference games? No, I thought that was weird as well. They usually don't. They're usually like a week three or four. Most conferences yeah. are week three or four. Yeah, so this is very um, out of the ordinary. But then again, I guess Nebraska doesn't consider this a conference opponent yet, considering they are 13 and a half point favorites in this matchup. Um, but at then again, I, yeah, at Northwestern, which, by the way, We've got some problems with Northwestern. We've had multiple guests come on and tell us about how absolute dog shit the field conditions are at Northwestern. So with that everything, being said, yeah, everything about it. Like we heard, we heard the fans suck. Like they're not there. The stadium's small as hell. Um, everyone talks about how horrible the field conditions are, and like how there's like so many injuries, and like it's like really scary to play on. Um, and don't even like, we'll talk about Pat Fitzgerald in a little bit, but like, he's also not that guy, but I mean, honestly, Scott, Scott Frost ain't that guy either. Yeah. Um, but I think where you were going with this was Zach, is that it, this 13 and a half looks like a little too steep. Yeah. <laughs> a little too yeah. steep. <laughs> I mean, a little too steep. You take in how underwhelming Scott Frost has been. I feel like every year, um, analysts and experts just keep predicting like, oh, this is the year Scott frost makes his strides like no like we've seen what well, was it this year they were like they said oh we were 14 points away or i think 17 points away from being undefeated this year like they lost yeah every, that's what they say they're like we lose every game by one score you're still fucking losing bro you could lose by a hundred or lose by a one point a loss is a loss like yeah you, know, was... you gotta pull through in the fourth quarter it's the most important quarter of football and you're like flexing that like what yeah, that's like saying that's like saying you were one DM response away from bagging Kim K. Like, yeah, <laughs> sure you were. Like, all right, buddy. Absolutely. But I mean, this game just spells for disaster. Um, honestly, any huge favor like this, if you think about it, like, not only is it week zero, like, you don't even know how teams are coming out the gate. Like, like your entire preparation can just fall apart. Um, I don't think it's not that I think. It's such a hard game. It's such a hard game. It's so weird because, like, I want, I want to just, I want to look down on Northwestern. Yeah, I want to say, I want to say that Nebraska's got it in the bag, but it'd be very Nebraska (laughs) to get mopped in this game, especially with how shitty the field is. I, I have my final, I have my final statement on this. Um, Adrian Martinez uh, is no longer at Nebraska. I believe he transferred to Kent State as a grad transfer. So I. Don't trust anyone at Nebraska anymore because it felt like Adrian Martinez was at Nebraska for 27 years. Yeah, no, it literally did because his older brother was there too. Yeah, yeah. So you just had like this line of Martinez. Martinez. (laughs) So like it literally felt like he was like the 27-year senior there, but uh, no longer. He got another year. He got a grad year. At Kansas State, I believe, which we'll get into later when we go over our in-depth breakdowns of the conferences. But all right, so they're yeah. starting. All right, they have Chubba Purdy. I didn't know that. That's that's really weird. They're oh, starting. Yeah. Um, um, they're starting Casey Thompson, who was a former quarterback at the University of Texas. Oh yeah, because Quinn Ewer, uh Ewers now is now. He's not Texas. a bad quarterback, right? He's not bad. I don't know anything about this kid, to be honest. I mean, Texas surely isn't back, so he's not to thank for that. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Birdie, that's crazy. Sorry. No. Um, What's your prediction? What's your prediction? Go through this. What's your prediction? Yeah, so I got Nebraska still winning, just definitely not by 13 and a half. I could see this being like a super low score. 
low scoring, high scoring, however you want to put it, it's going to be close no matter what. I, I have honestly no idea how this is going to play out. So, the field so, conditions could be so bad. My Yeah, I, I do think that's a huge factor, by the way. Huge factor. Especially with the quarterbacks that never played there before. But I'm going to go my official pick, like for my pick, mm-hmm. is Nebraska. My unofficial pick is the score is going to be like 13 to 7. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, or like I agree. 17 to 10. No, that's, I think too, that's, high just, that's too high scoring. It's going to be under 30 points. Yeah, Honestly, I, it I might, wouldn't be. It wouldn't be Big Ten. It wouldn't be Big I might Ten. Make football. that my official pick too, though. Mm. I'm gonna go Nebraska under 35. If that, I don't know what the, what the over under is, but if that is an option, I think it's gonna be under 35 points. Yeah. What's our All next right, game? What are we looking at? So our next game, we have Idaho State traveling to UNLV. Again, two teams really don't know too much about. Um, easy, easy money. UNLV is gonna body them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Idaho State is the only football program within like 200 miles. So um, I don't expect a big show. Well, it's at UNLV anyway. So um, thankfully, we don't have to worry about an empty stadium. And Tate Martell's uh, gone. They're going to be fine. Fuck that game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our next game, complete joke, UConn at Utah State. Utah State is 27-point favorites. Um and, you know, it would be tempting to take UConn, but I promise you, UConn may end up losing by 50. So um, whatever you do, do not put any money down on UConn. It, first of all, if you're ever betting on UConn in anything other than women's basketball, you probably don't know much about anything anyway. <laughs> or you are down horrible. You are down horrendous. Like, go follow Trent on TikTok if you want to make bets that stupid, buddy. Um, moving on from there, we got Wyoming traveling to Illinois. Um, the this is I this I is another this is another weird one in my opinion. Yes, this is another weird one in my opinion. You see, the, when I think of Wyoming, I literally can only think of Josh Allen. But the problem is, I know they're nowhere near as good as those days. Yeah, but 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 if I'm not mistaken, their head coach is Craig Bull. Mm. I believe so. I'm um, checking right now. No, it's it's so hard. It's Craig Bull. Yeah, Craig Bull is their head coach. So if you don't know who Craig Bull is, he kind of started the North Dakota State dynasty. Mm. He was like one of the OG head coaches for the dynasty. And I don't think he's done I don't think he's done horrible there, to be honest. I'm looking right now to see is this how, his second year in the program. No, no, no. It's ninth year. At Wyoming? Yes. I told you he started the NDSU dynasty. Oh. He was the beginning of it. Okay. I want to. I, I just want to double check this. Yeah. While you're looking that up, I'll just make my comment. It's so hard to bet on any Big Ten um, opponent just because the Big Ten is usually known for its stout defenses, just big trench boys um, being able to control the clock, um, not only early in the game, but late in the game. I think because of Illinois' prestige, um, they're just going to – come out of the gates a little bit better and a little more prepared. Um, I wish I could find how many players they lost this offseason, who was returning, stuff like that. I do know they're not supposed to finish super high um, in their conference. I'm like almost 100% sure Ohio State, Michigan, um, Penn State, and maybe Michigan State as an upset team are going to be the top dogs over there. Um, Yo, Brett Belima is the head coach at Illinois. Mm. Why did I not? Why do I feel like I didn't know this? Anyways, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna just rock with Illinois. I think it's safer. I think going to Illinois, it's supposed to be a game that they're supposed to win. 
Yeah. No. Our next opponent, we have our own Florida State Seminoles hosting um, DeQuesney, um, if I pronounced that wrong. Yeah, I have uh, no maybe, idea how I pronounced that. Yeah, maybe get a more uh, no, notable school name, I guess. Um, don't make your school unpronounceable. Dude, all I'm saying is, is I, know I, want, I want FSU to body them. Of course I want FSU to win. And I want them to body them. They're a 99.5% chance to win, according to your But last year, they lost to Jacksonville State, who was an FCS team. I, I can't put my faith in Florida State at all. Because if I put an ounce of faith, if I put. I mean, dude, no, no, no. My pick is Florida State. I'm picking yes. Florida State. Yes. I'm picking yes. Florida State. And I'm hoping it's like a 56 to 0 blowout. And we're like, let's go. But it's probably going to be like 24 to 15. Uh, it's I'll, I'll never up. forget. I knew I knew I had reached a low point as a fan of Florida State when we played. Did we open up against Virginia Tech last year? Or was no, it Notre Dame? Notre Dame. Yeah, we opened up Notre Dame and we played we played it really close. Like it was an amazing no, game. We should have won. Like the Florida State should have won the game. Yeah, but I can't remember the last time I was like happy with like a moral victory. Like I was walking <laughs> away from that game and I was like. Hell yeah, seven wins. Yeah, we lost, and we were like, "Woo!" Yeah, I like Doke was rocking, like it was crazy. But um, yeah, and then of course we end up losing to teams like Jacksonville State that year. We just abysmal effort. Not a good, not a good season. But for picks, I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna still rock with FSU. Go Knowles. Um, moving on from there, we have Charlotte 49ers Um, at. Our very own Florida Atlantic University Owls. Um, I will be at that game. I will try to give some live video, some insight. Um, yeah, because that's I would. Yeah, I wouldn't call. <laughs> I wouldn't call it our version of College Game Day because, um, uh, let's be honest, I'm probably going to die in the parking lot outside of the stadium for undisclosed reasons. But um, I, I like what Taggart's doing with the team thus far. Um, we've got we've got some solid transfers in the transfer portal. We've done exceptionally well. Um, in that department. So I definitely see FAU walking away with a win. We actually beat Charlotte last year um, at Charlotte. by fairly – at Charlotte, yeah, and we beat them by a fairly bigger margin than what they have listed. So I would pick FAU in this game. I'd see us winning by like 10, 13 points. I wouldn't say anything more than that because you never know what's going to happen yeah, under a Tiger. Uh, FAU minus seven, I'm going to take both of that. I'm going to take the seven yeah. and I'm going to take FAU. Yeah. Next game, we got – FAMU traveling to the University of North Carolina um, to no surprise. Easy. Yeah. UNC is going to body them. Yeah, we're not even going to talk about it. Um, Our only even line is North Texas at UTEP, and I believe North Texas won last year. Was it UTEP? I don't know if they even played last year. I mean, they play in the same conference, so they had to have played. No, UTEP. Is UTEP CUSA? I thought they were Sunbelt. Did they already make the switch? One of these teams was good last year. I know. I can't. Dude, was it UTEP that was good? Last One year? of these teams were really good last year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm pulling it out. I'm pulling it out. I got it. I got it. I can't remember which team it was, though. One of them was really good. I think it was yeah. North Texas. I want to say, yeah, the Mean Green Machine. No, 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 no! It was UTSA. Yeah, it was UTSA that was good. Yeah, no, you, um, yeah, both of them kind of sucked. 
Not gonna lie. Yeah. But yeah, yeah that's I who it was. I knew there yeah. was a I knew there was a, a gross team, but it was it was UTSA. I remember they went they went twelve and two and then they they got a uh they got their coach that extension. Yeah, it was UTSA. Yeah. But and um, Louisiana also in that conference, I believe. They no, have that's, sun, that's that's Sunbelt. That's Sunbelt. That's okay, Sun yeah. By the way, their win streak at the latest will come to an end in Dope Campbell um this year. Because they will be traveling to us, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. They will be playing us, and they lost Billy um, Napier. They're 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 done. Yeah, they're done. But hopefully, they keep it alive, just so uh, we have something to look forward to this year, so we can hopefully take that from a team. I'm Obviously, pick, we're gonna I'm gonna pick UTEP just to uh, just because it's at home, and they're 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 pretty much the same team. Yeah, um, I'm gonna pick North Texas only because I'm currently in the middle of a um, NCAA dynasty run with them. Um, and I need that coaching extension. So if they lose in real life, that's obviously going to hurt my mental fortitude going into <laughs> no, and, this NCAA weekend. is actually like that, though. Like, you become a fan of a team that you coach. Yes. Like, the Akron actually Zips. like that. Yeah. I literally learned who the coach of the Akron Zips were just because they were the lowest rated team in NCAA. And I was like, I'm going yeah, to Yeah, you, like, learn their roster and stuff. And you, like, actually, like, start, like, wanting them to win on the weekends. Yes. Yes. Agreed. We got two more. Our games. game of the week. Yeah, game of the week, Nevada, led by Bentley Sanders, taking a travel on down to New Mexico State. Um, and by travel on down, I don't know if it's actually below them or not, but I think it's, I they're think not it's too far right. apart. I think it's right. They're going east. Yeah, directly to the right. Um, they're taking one bar out of the Cupid Shuffle over there. Um, but, yeah, Nevada's nine-point favorites. Bold prediction, Bentley Sanders will have an interception. Mark my words. Bold. 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 Outside of that, we have our last game of the week. I'm we taking wait, I'm taking Nevada. I'm taking Nevada. Yes. Yes. Nevada. We will never go against that board. I don't know. I'm gonna take the minus nine. I just don't know enough about either team, but I'm gonna take Nevada 100 P. Yeah. Um, last game of the week, we have Vandy being eight point favorites, but they're traveling to Hawaii. And let me tell you. Whenever you're on vacation in Hawaii, things never go to plan. And whenever you're a team named Vanderbilt, you tend to suck. So, with that being said, Hawaii – I'm not saying Hawaii will win, but I don't think Vandy's winning by eight. I know Vandy is a SEC school. They rep that, like, P5, whatever. Um, they're still garbage. I don't really know how good Hawaii is, but um, I think if you were to tell me Hey, you're going to open up your football season down in beautiful weather in Hawaii and you're going to fucking have a great time down there. I don't think your top concern would be um whooping Hawaii's ass. Um especially since you're not a national title contender anyway, so you know, we'll see. But maybe that's why they put it at 8. Maybe they actually think they're going to blow well, them out by like I'm 10. sorry, I'm rocking with Hawaii in this one. I'm, yes. I'm picking Hawaii to win this game. I, and I could totally see they're it. They're a trap team. They're a trap team every year. They're like seven and six every year with like one really good win. All right. Mm-hmm. And and playing at Hawaii is hard. It's a it's a long from, from Vanderbilt to Hawaii is a long ass plane ride. Okay. That's gonna drag on them. I'm picking Hawaii. There's just no that I don't see I don't know anything about these two teams and just from the culture of their programs, I'm picking Hawaii. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. But those are our week zero matchups. That's who we got. That's what we were dealt. Hopefully things look better out in week one. But let us know what you think. 
if we got any of our picks wrong, we'll make sure to let you know which picks to make next time. And um, I think now we'll start to keep track of more or our records, at least of our picks. Me and Grayson need to have a little in-house rivalry to see um, who has their college football knowledge down pat. Yes, but we're going to, for all picks moving forward, like uh, MMA picks and and football, every pick, we're going to keep track of everything. And we're going to post what the picks are before the, the games. And then we'll post the, like, we'll keep the tally after and show our records throughout the season to see who you guys can follow and like see who did, who did best. Yes. Yes. But yeah. So next we have the AP 25. Uh, they released their preseason poll. Um, is Bama, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Notre Dame? I don't disagree with that at all. I mean, you can just Follow do like you can, you can do like Notre Dame. So I don't care. I think that's I think that's a very good start of season top five. It's and although everyone thinks Clemson sucks, they went eleven and two last year. Yeah, it's not and, like yeah. All right, I get it. They weren't in the Natty and they weren't in the playoffs. All right, they went eleven and two. That's not that's great football. That's amazing football. They've but, had I'm pretty sure a ten win season every year under Dabo. Here's here's my big problems with doing the top 25. If you're already going to piss people off with your rankings, why not throw a couple of non-Power 5 teams in there just for the fuck of it? The Cajuns are on a 13-game win streak, and they're, are they even preseason ranked? The only the only three let – me, let me quadruple check this. BYU. Yeah, the only, so the only three are the last three since yeah. Houston and BYU. Yeah, like it, see, and this is what I don't get. You have Texas A&M ranked sixth in the country, but yet every expert has them projected finishing fourth in their conference. So what are we doing here? What like I just, I mean, I'm okay with starting Texas A&M there. That doesn't really bother me. They're gonna naturally fall, and like they had huge recruitment, which which I get to. Um, but I don't think they should be top 10. I do like Utah in there. I like Michigan in there. If anything, Michigan should be higher than Texas A&M. They were in the college football playoffs. Oklahoma at 9, Baylor at 10, whatever. That's fine. Oregon at 11, that's straight. Oklahoma State what are we at 12, doing that's straight. NC State at 13, that's straight. USC shouldn't even be in the top 25. Them at yeah, 14 what? is ridiculous. It's literally ridiculous. They went 4-8 and eight last year. I don't care yeah. that they got a new coaching change. I don't care about anything at all. They went four and eight last year. Four yeah. and eight. They didn't go to a bowl game, and they're ranked 14th in the country. Yeah. The third highest Pac-12 team. They went four yeah. and eight. You want to talk about just giving a team something to start with? Like, what happened to, like, earning it? Like, these non-Power 5 teams, like, this would have been, this would have been a perfect chance. Like, even if you put them, like, 25th or 21, but, like, why is USC even in there? Like, yeah, no, I know. No, if like, they were at – 23 to 25, I'd be like, all right, they got Lincoln Riley. Whatever. They, got, they got all these guys. 14. I get it. Yeah. But for top 15 program, if you're a top 15 UFC fighter, you have a number next to your name. Yeah. Like you're not, they are not a top. I, what by have the they way, done to show you they're top 15? They've done by anything. the way, I think it is so disrespectful to have USC there when Wisconsin is ranked 18th, and this is one of the best teams I've seen on paper out of Wisconsin. Yeah, this is their most loaded lot. This, th- yes. Like, yes. even Michigan State loaded lineup. Miami at 16 makes no sense to me either. They don't do anything. They go eight. Miami, it, Miami, dude, every conference has a Texas. 
Miami mm-hmm. is the Texas of the ACC, and yes. and Tennessee is Tennessee slash TAMU is the Texas of the SEC. It's like they get the, all these new guys, they get Venables, they get all this stuff, and there's so much in their favor, and they're about to get this new sixty million dollar stadium and all this stuff, and they go eight and four and lose to Florida State. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. It's funny that you say that about. Um, it's funny that you say that um, Texas A and M is the Texas of the SEC because in my mind it's always either Arkansas or Tennessee because Tennessee fans are so delusional. There's not the hype behind Arkansas, and Arkansas was really, really good last year. They were really good last year with KJ Jefferson as their starter. Which, which, by the way, which by the way, they're ranked nineteenth, so five spots below a four and eighteen. Um, and and just, and they what they they ran up the board against Bama. They I think they got murked by Georgia though. But they ran up they every one of their games they were a very legitimate football program last year. Very legitimate football yeah. program. Yeah. Moving on from there, I think we've said our part about the top twenty five rankings. Obviously, they're just meant to piss people off anyway. In my opinion, just to stir controversy, get some clicks put some viewership and revenue in the pockets of these dickheads. But moving on from that, we have our top five hot seat coaches. Grayson, lead the way. So my – I this is a no order whatsoever. Um, I'm just going to – I just wrote them down in the way they came in my mind. My first one is Pat Fitzgerald, who's the head coach at um, – I can't say what it is. Is the head coach at Northwestern, and I'm trying to pull up his record. So the thing is, is when I think about when I think about um, what is his record? Dude, he makes three point three million a year. That is absolutely nuts to me. Absolutely nuts to me. All right, his record at. His all-time coaching record is 109-90, which actually isn't that bad. Um, I'm trying to get his – all right, at Northwestern. Oh, yeah, that's it. He's 109-90, 64-68 and 68 in conference. And they went 4 and 8, 6-6, 9-4, 8-5, 7-6, 6-7, 10-3, 5-7, 5-7, 10-3, 7-6, 10-3, 9-5, 3-9, 7-2, 3-9, making 2 – Making two um, big time championships, but this is my issue with Pat Fitzgerald. So get it's literally it's 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 literally right here in the in the the stats, like in the proof. He has a great season. He goes ten and three. Then he falls it with five and seven, five and seven. He goes ten and three, falls it with seven and six. Then he has ten and three, then nine and five, which is not bad. Then three and nine. Then seven and two during COVID year, great. Three and nine. You know, it's like he's so extremely inconsistent. And it's like he gets right there and then falls off and then gets right there and falls off and gets right there and falls off. And if I'm Northwestern, I'm thinking, all right, we're an extremely good academic school. We're in the Big Ten on the easier side of the bracket. Um, there's no reason why we can't be we can't be jumping. And they don't. They just don't. And there's so many good guys that come out of there. I think he should be on a hot seat. I don't think he's done shit. Um, my next one is Mike Novell at Florida State. It kills me, man. It kills me to say that. I, I hope I hope he does well this year. But he had his first season where it was like, all right, he's just taking over Taggart's guys. It's whatever. And then his second yeah. season, they looked good, but it was like, all right, this is his first year implementing. 
there's no excuse for this year at all. I think I think seven and five minimum, absolute minimum. If you're a Florida State fan, I'd like to see a eight and four, which I think is very re- realistic. But dude, there's no more excuses. You've had you had one of the best, absolute best JUCO transfers, call like college guy, not even JUCO, it's like transfers. You had a great rec- recruiting to work, work better. It's all right. You got your guy in Jordan Travis. You, you got everything you need. There's no more excuses. Like this is the year. But if he doesn't yeah. do it, I don't know. I don't know Zach what they're gonna do. I don't know who they're gonna get. I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah. My uh, side of things. Yeah, you go. Yeah. This is how I'm kind of looking on it. I won't go too much into depth. It's kind of just like looking at based off team records and what they've done with the programs thus far. Number one hot seat is obviously Scott Frost. Um, just his expectations coming into the program. I don't really know his contract details, but they obviously had to pay him something. Gave ridiculous. him his contract ran out and they gave him a one year extension for this season because they said that they have hope. I don't yeah, that's like that. Okay, the way I view that relationship is, um, that's the girl that they lost their virginity to, and they're just too afraid to let go. Um, they they're afraid to admit they're wrong. Um, but he you know, we'll let never he should have never left UCF. Yeah, he but you know, never left UCF. Yeah, but you know, it happens. Number two, for me, Jeff Collins, uh, Georgia Tech. Um, they already? are already, dude. They are about to go. One, they are about to only win one game this year. I understand you, but it's what is is this third year there, and and they're they they have a whole roster of option players that now are playing spread. Ah, dude, it's gonna take some time, dude. It's gonna take some time. And what were they doing before? They weren't doing shit. Yeah, but I mean, you're if he comes into this year and he only wins one game again, like one game like that, dude, that's no proof. And like, they're going to get slaughtered. <laughs> like it is going to be ugly. Like or, super or Jeff ugly. Sims turns it around. I, I pray for his sake, but um, honestly, the way I look at it though, is all of this reports I've been seeing out of Georgia tech is like, it's just like a lack of respect thing. Like, just like he's not really loved and accepted there. Like people aren't happy oh, out the cons. gate. Yeah, um, it's just, they're like the fans just aren't happy, and I get they're not notoriously known for football. Like it's ma- mainly an engineering school. Like you got to be super smart academically to go there. It's kind of like the same problems we've seen other schools like Northwestern, Notre Dame. Mm. Like it, it's really hard to get really good programs consistently. But if you're brought in as this like guru or like some top-notch head coach they're expecting some success out of you you can't just like i I, I do i do agree you can put him on hot seat i just think you got to be a little more lenient because dude he's turning an option team into a new a completely new program yeah i agree um next for me david shaw at stanford just yeah see i was thinking that too but i feel like That's a, uh, that's, a, that's a weird one, man. That's a really weird one because they were so yeah. good and then they just fell off. Yeah. They just fell just, off out of nowhere. It's rough. But um, Elijah Higgins is that boy. So. Yeah. Um, after that, Steve Sarkeesian at Texas, you know, we're back. How about um, you're about to get back to your couch, buddy? Um, things aren't looking too bright for you. And um, you now, now there's really no excuse. You got – Literally one of the best quarterback transfers prospects, at least, um, from Ohio State, Quinn Ayers. Yeah, one of the highest rate quarter high school quarterbacks ever, yes. Ever, yeah. Literally went up uh um a classification just to go to college early yeah. just to not play. Um, you know, 
No, you're obviously bring. Yeah, you're bringing smart. in the smart kids. Yeah, yeah, you're bringing in the smart kids. <laughs> um, yeah, but really, no more to say on that. Um, either Texas is back, or you're not back at the program, as I see it. And uh, um, dude, my thing I, about Sharkeesian is too is I've never thought he was a good head coach. He was at USC. All right, they didn't do shit when he was there. And yeah. mind you, I don't know why this never gets talked about ever. He got fired for coaching games drunk. He got fired for that. He got caught doing it at practice. And then they were like, all right, dude, like his players got mad at him. So he did like, he did like cardio with them the next day at practice, sweat it all out. And was like, look, I'm here with you. I'm sorry. And then they caught him getting drunk at games. And then that's why he got fired. And nobody ever talks about this ever. I don't know why it's a, that's a really big deal. It's a huge yeah. deal. Okay. And then, and then he goes to Alabama to be an offense coordinator and then they do amazing. And like, Oh, look how good he is as a coordinator. First of all, as a coordinator, you have way less responsibility. Okay. And second of all, you could put me and Zach at offense coordinator at Alabama with a play sheet. We're going to just call basic plays and they're going to Alabama. Yeah. I've never thought yeah. he was a good coach. I don't I understand the hype about this man. Now these last three are kind of interchangeable. Um, one kind of stands out, and the only reason I have him up here is because of his notoriety, and that's Butch Jones, Arkansas State. Um, I don't know much about the school. I just know that they're not – they haven't even gained any relevance, and Butch Jones is a pretty good coach. So the fact that he hasn't brought them any relevancy whatsoever shows that that school probably wasted a lot of money on him. They're probably not going to want to keep his contract or extend him knowing how much um, more money that's going to cost them. So that's why I have him pretty high up on the hot seat. But the two main ones just for what they've done with their school are Jed Fish from Arizona and Carl Durrell from Colorado. And these are both guaranteed fires, though. Like, I don't even think that's a hot seat. Yes. Yeah. I think this is a competition of how can I get fired the fastest? And that is basically um, who's going to lose their fucking conference or come in dead last. Yo, um, dude, these, I, this just came in my brain. Remember when we had Jalen Bussey on and he was talking about they open up against Arizona and, like, Arizona kids were talking shit and then they were sending them – the North Dakota State kids were sending them the tweet of when they had <laughs> mid-season open tryouts. Mid-season because they were so bad. Do you remember this? Yeah. Oh Shout my out to Jalen, by the way, North Dakota State. But yeah, yeah, they're awful. And they're a team that used to be solid. They yeah. used to be very solid. Yeah. But now uh, they're just garbage. Yeah. Jed Fish is about to watch Jalen Bussey run for 300 yards on their <laughs> Um, Put it in fucking writing, Jalen yeah. Bussey for Heisman. Um, Jed Fish, you're fucked, bro. Just consider your contract over. Um, you can join me on the couch, and I could probably pick better plays than you on NCAA. I could probably beat Jed Fish in NCAA. Um, any any of these coaches, you, you, on the you hot could seat. beat you could beat Jeff Fish in a game in a real life game. What do you mean a video? You could literally out coach him in a game. The, the players would probably respect me more. To say you're telling least. me you couldn't get a Power Five team to get two wins. I could definitely get a Power Five team to get two wins. You can, now, schedule, now. You can schedule butt fuck whoever. <laughs> And just beat them. And he's still not doing that. He's still not beating them. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Yes. God. I love I, – I can't wait for this to be back because we're oh, we're just dude, waiting for the downfall. Real quick, before we wrap up wrap up the, yeah. the hot seats, uh, Mac Brown is one of mine. Um, I don't think he's done shit at, U- at UNC. They've been super, super, super hyped up every year. Um, you know, last year they went six and six. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, and they started the season yeah. off at seven. In the country? Yes, they started off season seven with Sam Howell as a mm. top five Heisman watch. Oh, That's what God. I'm saying. It make it makes no sense. They're overrated, and like everyone, like I, I've been. What I've been reading is they're lacking with recruitment because he's so old that they think he's going to retire at any time, and no kid wants to go there and have to restart the whole process. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see the that. The other I'm one thinking. is this one really hurts me a lot. I'm not going to lie, it's Herm Edwards at Arizona State, dude. I was so big on Herm when he went there. Like I love him as an as an analyst, and like you see like the behind the scenes videos of him hyping his players up and like getting big wins over Oregon and like and like some games like that. But he just doesn't do it. I don't I don't understand. That's the that is the easiest school to recruit to in the entire country. The entire country, Arizona State mm-hmm. is the easiest school to recruit to. And yeah. For some reason, you just can't you can't do anything there. I don't get it. You you why why would Jaden Daniels leave? Like what? And I wish I had these answers that's, for that's you. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Those are the only other two I could think of. I agreed with all the ones you brought and uh, you put up. Yes. So let's go into uh, let's go into some super, 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 super early predictions of what we believe is going to be our Power 5 championship game. Zach, you want to start us off with the Atlantic Coastal Conference? Yes. So in the Atlantic Coastal Conference, um, I think all of our picks match up, by the way. Um, we don't have any – super outliers or anyone we think is going to make um, big strides. So for our winners, uh, we have, I have Clemson and Miami going up against each other in the championship game. I think Clemson is going to dog walk Miami. The only reason I have Miami there is because it is an actual joke of a conference on their side. Um, they or division, excuse me. They just, they really have no competition. Like honestly. Oh, like they, they literally, have, dude, listen to this. Listen to this. I was, I was looking at this, when we uh when we wrote this, okay, this is this is the difference of the two conferences, and I think this is a huge uh, excuse me two divisions. I think this is a huge reason to why everyone says the ACC sucks because they get shitty ass championship games like Clemson versus Miami, but the ACC really isn't that bad. It's just lopsided as fuck. Okay, yeah. this is this is this is um what's it called the Atlantic side: Clemson, Florida State, NC State, Wake Forest, Boston College, Syracuse, Louisville. Okay, Clemson, NC State, Wake Forest are all ranked. Florida State's a hit, hit or miss, and then you always have a Boston College or Louisville that could be pretty solid. That's that's about four ranked teams in one division, right? The other side, Duke, Georgia Tech, UNC, Virginia, Miami, Pitt, and Virginia Tech. Love Anthony Nelson. That's the boy, and we're going to support him. But Duke was ass last year. They didn't make. I don't think they made a bowl game. Georgia Tech didn't make a bowl game. UNC went six and six. I don't think Virginia made a bowl game. Pitt was nasty because of Kenny Pickett. They lost everybody. Virginia Tech didn't, I don't think they made a bowl game. So it's like, it's yeah. like, it just, it's so, it pisses me off because Miami's just going to do it. Yeah. As of now, um, it's kind of crazy to me because the Clemson Tigers are the betting favorites to win the ACC, but it's only at minus 140, which doesn't seem like that ludicrous to me. I thought it would be a little steeper in my opinion, because I, I really don't see a team beating them. Their, their biggest issue last year for Clemson, they had a really stout defense. Their defense played exceptionally well. Just uh, DJ... Ukulele. Let's call him Ukulele. Yeah, DJ Ukulele. We apologize for not enunciating better, but um, you honestly didn't play well enough for me to remember your name. You had a ton of fucking hype going into the year. You didn't live up to that hype, but I expect you to make some bigger strides this year, and 
I'll learn your name a little better. So I do apologies. believe he had more interceptions than thrown touchdowns last year. And Clemson still managed to win the ACC. So please. And 11 wins. And 11 wins. Yes. See, that's, that's my thing, bro. And I'm in no way a Clemson dick rider, okay? I, I fuck with Dabo heavy, but I'm in no way a Clemson dick rider. But this what, what upsets me is, is what I was talking about earlier is, is the media narrative of college football. Clemson has one. They have one season where they don't make the college football playoffs. They, they, that's it. Okay. That's it. They don't make the ACC championship game. Shit happens. All right. They have one season where they don't, they don't, um, they don't go to the college football playoffs and everyone starts writing them off like they're fucking dog shit. Okay. Yeah. First things first, they had 11 wins. That's a phenomenal job. 11 and two is a phenomenal season. That is a great football season. You did very good to go 11 and two. Okay. Yes. Or 11 or 10 and three. Either way, they had 10 wins. They either went 10 to yeah. 11 to. They, they had 10 wins last year. Yeah, because they lost to NC State, I think Pitt, and uh, and Georgia. Anyways, it's still a phenomenal season, right? And then there's this video that's, that's been going out of Dabo talking about uh, DJ Ukulele. And it's like, it's like, um, he's like, everyone's writing him off. Everyone's writing him off. He goes, this is the best I've ever seen him play. And they're like, what do you mean? Like, he just played so bad. He's like, you need to think about it from this kid's perspective, all right? He was, a, he was the, one of the highest ranked, if not the highest ranked quarterback in his, in his class in high school. Okay. He was better than everyone. Everyone destroyed everyone, picked apart, could go to any school he wanted to. All right. His freshman year doesn't play because obviously T Law is there. T Law gets hurt. Right. What does he do? He goes into double overtime with Notre Dame. Okay. Then he goes into start. So his expectations are through the roof. They're calling him the next Heisman. They're calling him the next Trevor Lawrence, all this stuff. And he shit the bed. He shit the bed. Don't know the reason why. I'm not there. I don't know his mindset. I'm not a fan of the guy. I don't, I don't know anything about him. But he shit the bed. It happens. And like yeah. Abbo said, he's like, this is the first time in this kid's career, he's 2021, 20, that he's ever had adversity. He was the best in high school. He was amazed. His, his one game he played in college, he destroyed. I mean, he balled out against Notre Dame. And then he had one bad season. He had one bad season. And everyone's writing him off. No one remember. No one. No one remembers uh, Peyton Manning's fresh rookie season when he threw like what thirty three interceptions. Yeah, no one remembers that. You know, and I'm not saying that this kid's gonna come out and blossom and be a miracle, but he's sur- first thing is he's surrounded by so much freaking talent. He doesn't even have to ball out. He just has to do what he. He has to do what he's supposed to do. Nothing extra. Yeah. And then even if he sucks, you have Cabe Klubnik, who's who was one of the highest rated quarterbacks, I believe, was number one when 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 Quinn left. So like mm-hmm. what? So he's all right. DJ sucks. Let's get our other five star. I, I'm sorry. I, yeah. I don't think anyone's. I think Clemson's going to be right back on track. I really do. Yeah, I agree. Moving forward, we have our Big Ten predictions. Me and Grayson both see it as Ohio State is going to face up against Wisconsin and the and the Big Ten championship. Um, however, even though this is one of Wisconsin's, I think best teams. Um, yeah, Wisconsin has all the makings to be one of the best Badger teams of all time, legitimately. Um, one of the best running backs, again, since Jonathan Taylor. Um, yeah, and sophomore. He's a sophomore. Uh, yeah, no, no, not Allen. only is he a sophomore, Zach. Not only is he a sophomore in Braylon Allen. He was all-conference last year as a freshman, and he was a 17-year-old freshman. 17 yeah. years old. This man so is this 18 kid- years old, and he's balling. Okay? Yeah. The quarterback is the issue. The defense is going to be top five. I can't tell you the last time Wisconsin didn't have a top five defense. They just yeah. their their defense is always extremely good. Um, 
The issue is is that Graham is obviously you got to do more than run the ball. We get that. They still have a great offensive lineman. They have some weapons at, at receivers. They're not they're not shit in the bed. But what 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 kills me as a Wisconsin fan, bro, is that you get Graham Mertz, who is the highest rated quarterback in the history of Wisconsin to ever go there, ever. Four yeah. stars, Kansas. First game ever, I think he goes 21 for 20, 21 for 24 or something like that against Illinois for, with three touchdowns. So, like, like 300 yards. And then just sucks. Garbage. Garbage. I don't, I don't understand it at all. It makes no sense. But, you yeah. know, I, I really hope Wisconsin can turn it around and make this happen. But I could so easily see them being Wisconsin again and just shit in bed and not making it. The conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I could see um... – we have written down Iowa, but I really don't see it that way. I could see Michigan getting in there again. Uh, yeah, that's, other see... side. that's other side of the bracket. Oh, yeah. The only Ooh. reason – so, look, I think it's Wisconsin 100%. If not, it's Iowa because they're like – it's like the ACC. Their side of the bracket is just a fucking joke. Um, I do think Wisconsin's going to take it. Though. Like you said, I think they're just too stacked this year, and I think they're, um, they're too big. Iowa's kind of like the same – Iowa is like a Wisconsin that's like one tier below, I believe. Like they're just like they're just not as good as Wisconsin, but they're like very similar style. Um, but I just I the other side you can question it more. You got Penn State in there. Um, and we were talking about James Franklin and Penn State, which is weird because this is not one of their best teams. I don't even know who's on their team, to be completely honest with you, Zach. Um, they went seven and five last year. It's seven and five. Yeah, I think they went seven and five or eight and five. No, they went seven and six. They lost their bowl game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, what's going to happen there? They can sometimes pull out of nowhere, though. And, they, and James Franklin usually has to play well against top level competition. But with the rise of Michigan and Michigan State from last year that we saw, granted, Michigan State was a, very heavily carried by um, by um, Kenneth Walker. There's still there's still better programs than Penn State, in my opinion. And there's just no way I see Penn State beating Ohio State and then beating there's no way I see them winning out out of those four teams. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. The way I see it, um, you know, usually we'd have our, um, the game every year with TTU and, and Ohio state. But the problem is Michigan last season had two amazing coordinators and amazing running back. Um, and, and probably one of the and best one of the, defenses in college football. Yeah, and one of the best defenses. Uh, only one problem with that is they don't have a single person back. Like, everything I just listed, gone. So they have nothing. Um, I expect them to get absolutely dog walk. Um, by dog walk, I don't mean they're going to finish super low. I could see them finishing, like, second. Like I think they'll take fourth. third. I think they'll take third in the division. Yeah, yeah third. Um, I just don't see Michigan State. Um, repeating what they did last year, like you said. I mean, I mean, it helped them. They're riding the momentum um, from a double-digit win in their bowl game, and that earned them like a top fifteen ranking. I'm pretty sure. Mm. But um, like going into the season, I just I don't see them doing the same thing. Um, I I and, do I do fuck with Mel Tucker though, their head coach. I like him. Yes, I think he's yes. open. I think he's he start he's bringing tradition and culture back to Michigan State. Cause, I mean, dude, Kirk Cousins, Michigan State was filthy filthy yeah. and then when connor cook was there they were filthy but they haven't been like i mean this last year they were but they haven't been like that since yeah also with penn state usually they're always contenders but the problem this year is they don't stack up well against anyone really it's going to be nearly impossible um 
to kind of even replicate what they did last year. Last year they had eleven wins, dude. Like, yeah, like no shot. Like, there's just no, no. Yeah, and, but I, I know we haven't talked about Ohio State, but like, do we have to? They, they, they like, no. they're so no. loaded. They have the best receiving recruits of all time, like literally of all time. Yeah, they have CJ Stroud. I know they lost. I think they lost their running back, but they, they're they have another one. Who's, they have another one. Preseason All American. They got yeah. uh, what's the one receiver? Uh, uh, Nijiba. Nijiba. Like their defense is good. Ryan Day is a great yeah. defense. Guy. Like they're gonna win. The, they're gonna win. The big by, by the way, by the way, I loved what Ryan Day said um, in the conference. I'm not gonna repeat the quote verbatim, but I'm gonna try to summarize it. When he said, "For some teams, um, winning seven eight games a year and making a bowl game is good, or making their conference championship is good." It's like at Ohio State, we expect to win our conference championship and we expect to be playing for the national title every fucking year. He's like, that's the same expectation Alabama has. It's the same expectation we have. He's like, you can go to any other school and be okay with your nine, 10 win season, be ecstatic about it. He's like, if we don't put up a perfect record, it's a failure in our eyes. Like, that's um, just kind of how they're carried. I'll peep their record, their schedule. They're going to they open up a Notre Dame. And by the way, um, I love that matchup because I think, um, dude, their schedule favors them so. Uh, it, I don't know. I don't know. They, they host Notre Dame, which is gonna That's a bless for them, unless it's a new. No, 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 no. See, see, I thought about it. I thought about it, but this is the problem every year. Ohio State comes out week one, terrible, and they they terrible. they lose. And no, they dude, lose. every every week one, they're they're losing until the last like six minutes, and then they get like. Yeah, twenty-one unanswered win somehow, or or they'll lose week one, win out, and then they're like, "Oh, do we put them in the playoffs or not?" So my fear is, I want Notre Dame gonna... to beat them so fucking no, bad. No, 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 no. I want Notre Dame to beat fucking, them so fucking if they bad. Fucking lose to Notre Dame. Every Notre Dame dick rider is coming out of the woodworks and won't shut the fuck Bro, up. I'll become because... a Notre Dame dick rider if they beat Ohio State. God I'll no, beat... that would fuck up college football so much. That would completely know, ruin college football. But the problem is Notre Dame doesn't even play anyone else the rest of the year, and then they would just – their ranking would just sit there at like the four or five spot the entire fucking year. And, and they'd they be like, oh, we make, have to put They would in. just somehow make it. Yeah, and they would be like, well, we got to put them in because they went undefeated. And they, remember, they beat Ohio Dude, State. Dude, their schedule is shit. Like, yes. fucking awful. Awful. All they have to do. All they have to they do, do They play Clemson, week. but they host them, which is going to help them. But – Dude, all they have is Ohio State and Clemson. That's it. Everyone else is dog shit. Marshall, yeah. Cal, UNC, BYU, Stanford, UNLV, Syracuse, Navy, Boston College, and USC. Maybe USC. And, I, and I'll say this. I'll say this. That BYU game looks good preseason-wise because you're like, oh, that's a 23rd, 24th-ranked team. I guarantee you by the time they play them, that is like a – Five six win team, yeah, no, maybe not. maybe yeah, seven. It, it just it, oh my god, like it, it pisses me off because I don't know who on the board is setting up Notre Dame schedule, and I don't know how much money Notre Dame is sliding them under the goddamn table. It's, the, it's but every so year it's a that schedule. Shit. That schedule is literally horrible, like literally yeah. horrible. Dog shit, dog yeah. shit. That that that's what matter. In fact, but, there's non power five teams that have harder schedules than them. Every year, yeah. it's not. It's not like this is like a one-time thing either. This is like no, a no, no. the one year. The one learning. year they. The one year that they they went to the ACC championship. That was a very legit season because they played an ACC schedule. 
Yes. That's the one that is the one year. And of course, and of course, that was like the one year where like every team in the ACC sucked. Yeah, yeah it was just so bad. <laughs> they picked the one year where so we bad. were like yeah, they picked the one year where they were like, Yeah, we can we can dog walk. They're like, dude, like, thank God, thank God for COVID. These teams suck. Yeah, like come on, bro. But, but yeah, moving Big on. Ten, Big Ten, Ohio State, Wisconsin, easy. Yeah. Big twelve now. Our prediction. You have Baylor, Oklahoma State, which is interesting. My is a repeat, which is a repeat, which is a repeat of this past yeah. season. Yes. So here's some of the things. Um that I would just love to point out. Um, Texas has lost three or more. By the way, I know that I just said um, Baylor and Oklahoma State are making the final. I just personally love shitting on Texas. So I'm just going to bring up some. Wait, but you um, do agree it's Baylor, Oklahoma State. Yes. Um, and here's why. Texas has lost three or more conference games in seven of the eight seasons since Mac Brown has left. Damn. That's dog shit. That's so That's bad. horrible. You have no chance of ever coming close to winning your conference if you are losing three games pretty much essentially every year um, since Mac Brown has left. Um, also, Quinn Errors might have the only ugly mullet I've ever seen. I kind of like it. Is, I don't like the kid at all, and I kind of like yeah. it. No, I was going to say the kid is nasty, but Texas still ain't doing shit. No, um, not doing if shit. They're not doing shit. Yeah. And, um, but outside of that, here's some important notes. Bro, they I, also I just up. lost just to keep the Texas shit going on. One, they lost to Kansas last year. Let's not forget that. Like that just didn't happen at Texas. Yeah, at Texas. Horn and also, down. on top of that, they just lost their starting receiver in the spring games. He like towards ACL. So like they're literally not back. Dog shit. Um, if I'm outside if of I'm that, Texas, bro. If I'm Texas, like realistically. If I'm Texas, okay, I'm getting rid of Sharkeese. I'm getting a real fucking coach. And I'm I'm getting – whatever I pay my head coach, I'm paying Matthew McConaughey the exact same amount of money and just having him recruit for everyone. Just having him if, – if, if you're a recruit and you're sitting down in your living room and goddamn Matthew McConaughey comes in, he's like, all right, all right, all right, let's talk some Texas football. I'm committing instantly. And my mom's going to be like, you better go to fucking Texas. And I'll be like, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Um, I have an upset pick. I do have an upset pick. And here's my reasoning. Iowa State, along with Oklahoma, are the only two schools in the Big 12 with winning records in conference, in conference play over the last four seasons. I think Iowa State is extremely consistent every year, but just gets written off just because they don't have an insanely good recruiting class every year. But if there was a year for them to make a huge stride, I think I think this year is the year. I, I think, think this I year. Think, I think you're right. I think, yeah. I, I think you're I, right. But, but, but Zach, but Zach, but Zach, they lost Brees Hall and they lost and they lost Brock Purdy. That's the only issue there. Mm, they lost yes. their literal two best guys. Yes. And Alan Lazard, their wide receiver. Well, Alan Lazard's been in the pros for like Not two Alan Lazard, years. Uh, what's There's another. They lost another receiver that was, that was good. Yeah, I'll have to look more into it just to verify because I'll come on back on next week and have my Iowa State shirt and being like, we're going to the fucking playoffs. Yeah, um, no, I I am a huge like I'm actually a fan of Iowa State because I like Matt yes. Campbell so much. I love Matt. Campbell. Well, if you guys don't know Matt Campbell, yeah, no, they're, they're like you said, they're consistent as fuck. 
yeah, they don't they don't get ten win seasons, but they get not they get eight nine wins every single year. Yeah. Every single and they're year, the they're the team. They're the team that always tears down like a Pac 12s like dynasty run. Like when I'm pretty sure it was Utah a year or two ago, where like Utah was like on pace to just blow everyone out, like supposed to make it or whatever, and then they scheduled a game against the Cyclones. Ass whoop. They Texas ass whoop. Dude, no, Oklahoma, no, they Oklahoma always State they ever. always upset. The problem isn't their big games. Their problem is their small games. Yeah, they get yeah. upset too. They 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 play their best football against Oklahoma, Baylor, and Oklahoma State. They grind. They yeah. shine in those games, but then they get upset by shitty teams like Kansas State will beat them or like stuff like yeah. that. But I'm a huge, huge, huge Iowa State fan. I like Matt Campbell a lot. I'm not a huge Iowa State fan. I'm a huge Matt Campbell fan because he was at Toledo. When he was at Toledo, in four years in a row, he beat a Power Five team. Okay, great coach. Knows his shit. Like you said, it's hard to recruit to Iowa, bro. Have you ever been to fucking Iowa? Like, yeah. it, it's hard to recruit there. Um, I just don't – the only reason I didn't have them in the in the, uh, in the the finals is they, they just – they lost their whole offense in, in yeah. Reese Hall and uh, and Brock Purdy. There's just no way. I just, I just don't see them bouncing back. I have, one, I have one more sleeper team, and this is kind of a long shot, but it just it, – it's so, like, out there and crazy that, like, it makes too much sense. We had Kansas State pick up offensive coordinator Colin Klein. And if you don't know who Colin Klein no is. No way. And and they got Adrian Martinez from Nebraska. So they have the recipe to stir some fucking problems no. in the goddamn in the goddamn uh sorry, Big 12. Like I'm no. I don't know why. Dude, Colin Klein is that fucking guy. Like He's that guy. No, no, yeah, certified, I, certified yeah, top G, yeah. certified. Uh, I need, I need to go back and look what? just based off how I need to see how um, good they were when he was there. Yeah, I need to see right, how the Big off, Twelve. I can tell you off rip right now. They blew everybody. Okay, out. okay, okay. The Big Twelve right now, Kansas State is projected to finish fifth. They can. The only teams above them are Oklahoma State, Texas, Baylor, and Oklahoma. Okay, Baylor. They'll be. They'll be Texas. Baylor's legit as fuck, though, dude. I only see Baylor and Oklahoma State posing a problem to them. They're gonna I think they can beat Oklahoma. Baylor's I think they can fucking beat- good, dude. They got Dave. Yeah. They got Dave Arnada at, at, at their head coach. He was the D coordinator at Wisconsin. Then he was the D coordinator at LSU when they won the Natty. He's fucking legit, bro. They were solid this past year. Yeah, I completely He's- forgot he went to Kansas State, dude. Dude, yeah. Kansas State could do some shit. And it, it all that's a super Kansas State of them if that happened. Yes, yes, because the Big 12 always has some super weird shit going on. Because right now, based off the projected order to finish, Oklahoma still projected to win it all because um, Will Venable still has a good command over everything, despite losing Caleb Williams and some of their other stars. A lot Baylor, of their other stars. Yes. Uh, Baylor's second, Oklahoma State's third, Texas is fourth, and then you have K-State and Iowa State back-to-back at the five and six slot. I can so see them doing something crazy this year like honestly how weird, how weird is it sorry to, to random thought how weird is it no, that we're good. talking about like big 12 and like who's gonna win it and we haven't even brought up west virginia because like they fell off so fucking hard after greer left <laughs> i'm being dead serious bro when, when they had clint trickett and then they had will greer they were legit ass teams like very yeah. solid football teams under Dan, dana holgerson and then when he left it went straight downhill dude dude we haven't even said texas tech once I don't care about them. They're garbage. They're not yeah. going to do nothing. The only thing we need, we do definitely need to talk about Oklahoma Tech. All right, so Baylor, in my opinion, is lock, guaranteed in. I can yes. see winning out their conference and winning out their schedule. 
I can see them creeping into the playoff. I think they're fucking good because Dave Aaron, Dave Arnada or not, whatever, whatever you say his last name, all he did was he's like, oh, you have a really good offense. I'm going to come to the Big 12 and show you guys what defense is. And then he put a defense in the Big 12 and they became good as fuck. So mm-hmm. Baylor's legit. When it comes to um, when it comes to Oklahoma, I can see them definitely making it 100. Uh, who's their uh, who's their head coach? Uh, For Oklahoma, yeah, Venables. Venables. Will Venables. Ven- I thought Venables. Who's the guy at 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 Miami? Mario Cristobal. Cristobal. I don't know why I got his name confused with Venables. Yeah, Venables is the OC yeah. at, or DC at 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 Clemson. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I know the face. Like I see the I see the person. Yeah. I just got the name I don't know why. That made no sense. Who, wait, who, wait. Who was before? Um, Cristobal was it Diaz? Yeah, was yeah. Diaz like Mario Diaz. Okay, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, anyways, by anyways. the way, I completely forgot. JT Daniels is at West Virginia. Yes, I remember. They're still not gonna do anything, bro. He no, he's still dog shit. He's yeah. still dog shit. He didn't do anything at Georgia. He's not doing. Yeah, anything yeah but hey, Mountaineer that. Nation, let's ride. Let's ride. But um. Oh, I just don't. I I just think there's too many. There's too much shit going on for Oklahoma. They're freaking out about they lost their their Lord and Savior Lincoln Riley. Dylan Gabriel's legit as fuck, but he didn't really do too too much at UCF. It hasn't played two years because of an injury, bro. Rust. The, Rust. The, it's so not only is it Russ Zach, it's Russ, and then you're throwing into a harder conference. You know, it's just yeah. a lot to rely on. I just don't see Oklahoma doing nothing. I'm sorry, I really don't. I don't think they'll be dog yeah. shit. I think they'll get like like seven or eight wins. They'll probably get eight wins, but I don't think they'll. I don't even think Oklahoma State's that good. I just like Mike Gundy, and I just don't. I just think outside of everyone else is just better. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, moving on from there, let's look at the Pac-12 now. Last a little bit, and most certainly least the Pac-12. No, we have the S. No, we have. SEC. Oh no, we didn't do SCA. My bad. Never mind. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But they are the fuck Pac-12. Yeah. <laughs> um, for the Pac-12, our finalists are Utah and Oregon. Um, but let's start off here. Since we're being haters today, let's hop on the USC train of USC ain't shit, along with Texas. Um, so defense is where Riley has the most concerns. Um, they were absolutely manhandled they gave up like 171 i think it was a oh i have it 167.1 rushing yards a game allowed last year they ranked 11th in the pac 12 against and the they're pass. going to the big 10 bro oh my god they're fucked they're so fucked they and they have a lack of a pass rush they only had 21 sacks last year so um you bring in lincoln riley who is like this offensive guru and is supposed to like save save you offensively um your defense sucks so much fucking dick that um you may not even be able to put up enough points so good luck there um they did bring in new coordinator alex grinch but um they reloaded heavy no they definitely like like as much as i hate usc they like they reloaded heavy what the fuck caleb williams dog he's gonna eat they were loaded really heavy but like dude it's still us they're still usc bro yeah they're still happening um let's look at some few hot seats within the division um i brought up earlier um one of us each david shaw um in his program over at stanford even though they're only 11 and 19 over his last three seasons um i don't see them returning to a bowl game they have some crossover mashups with usc and ucla um ucla is on the road by the way 
Um, and they play Utah. Damn, they look on the road. Schedule. Yeah, on the road. And they play BYU and Notre Dame in non-conference. So, um, David Shaw, if you were planning on saving your job, um, I don't know who made your schedule, dog, but um, he <laughs> yeah, <hates> what? <laughs> he, he fucking hates your guts, dude. Holy shit, you're fucked. Um, <laughs> They're like, yeah. yo, dude. I know this is your most important season, and like you really have to do well. So we're gonna give you the hardest fucking schedule Stanford's ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god. Like, I didn't even realize it was this bad because, like, I thought it ended at like the USC UCLA on the road, and then oh. I just kept reading, and I was like, oh, you also play Utah, who we think's winning on the road, and then non-conference. You're just you thought Notre Dame and BYU would be a good. I, I okay, I get the Notre Dame. I get the Notre Dame and BYU picks actually a little bit because you're like, oh, these teams are both ranked, but they're actually secretly shit. So maybe we can pull that off. No, but, but Notre that Dame is work. better than that. It's better than Stanford. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't work when you're also shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um, Yo, but, um, but Elijah Higgins is going to eat. He's going to be the number one receiver going in the draft, and he's going to come back yes. on, on clocks on the stove, and we're going to pick his brain apart again. Yes. Um, he's an absolute dog. Um, Expect him to win. Uh, I I don't know the Blitnikoff Award name for receiver of the year in college, but I definitely expect him to be a finalist for that. Uh, we talked Moving about forward a little bit. We already know that yeah. this is a make or break year for him. So I was I was I was. This is where I wanted to go with this because this is something that um Zach and I were discussing. Is I was like, yo, maybe UCLA. We'll pull it off this year. They got they got Dorian Thompson, whatever his last name is, who's not bad. He's not a bad quarterback. You got Chip Kelly, and they went like eight and four last year, like like nine and four or something like that. And I was like, dude, they might they might do something. And then Zach pulls out the statistics. Zach, would you like to let the people know the statistic? Yeah. Um. First of all, let's just say this: UCLA, um, for the first time last year allowed less than 30 points in a game since 2016. So their defense is just fucking terrible. And on top of um, that, I was like, look, Zach, I could see it because of their schedule. Like, let's see. Let's, let's, let's look at, you know, who they're, who they're, who they're playing or who they played last year. Excuse me. That's what, it, that's what it was. Yeah. Let's look at, um, the, let's see, let's look and see who they played last year. Right. Like it only, it only makes sense. So they went eight and four last year. Um, their bowl game against North Carolina State got canceled due to COVID. So they start off the season beating Hawaii and beating LSU. And when they beat LSU, LSU was like a top 15 team. So it was like a huge deal. And everyone's like, oh my God, they're so good. They're so good. They're back. Yada, yada, yada. And then they and then they lose to Fresno State and from the rest on. So they beat Hawaii and LSU. And then after that, they did not beat a single team that went to a bowl game. They beat Stanford, Arizona, Washington, Colorado, USC, Cal. All of those teams had four wins because the Pac-12 sucks, and they all just beat each other. They didn't beat a single team after LSU that went to a bowl game. They're they're just not good. Yeah. Um. Another important note about the Pac-12 that I'd like to bring up because I forgot to mention it. Um. But our championship pick, Utah, they led the Pac-12 in conference-only matchups in scoring with 37.3 points a game, yards per play, 6.6, 6, 
And last fall, they returned quarterback Cameron Rising, running back Tavion Thomas, and a pair of standout tight ends and brand. Quarterback Cameron Rising, they have DTR. Do they? Yeah, they have. They have no, 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 not UCLA. That's Utah. Oh, that's Utah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, for our champions. And so pretty much they're bringing back all their offensive weapons. And I'm pretty sure Utah also added some wide receiver um, transfer portal help. Unsure. Utah is consistent. They're consistent hammer. They're always good. Yeah. They, you, the problem is they usually have like one game a little late in the season where they end up getting upset. And the problem is, is because the loss comes so late in the season, it fucks yeah, them because them every year that happens to them every single year. Yeah. Yeah. But this, year. this could be the year. This could be the year where they're just so good that like that upset's not going to happen. I pray. I want them. I, to would, get a I would like, I'd like to see them in the, in the, uh, in the playoff. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah, I agree. So last but not least, for our conference predictions, we have the SEC, the top dogs, and pretty obvious rematch of last year, Hugga versus Bama. Um, I found an interesting little piece of evidence that I thought would help in um, helping decide who we think will win this year. So the media poll has picked the correct conference champion in five of the last eight seasons. However, the media's overall performance hasn't been as successful. The correct champion has only been picked nine times in the last 30 years since the division split. All right, you so guys explain good... what that means. I'm a little confused. Okay, so they do a good job of picking who will win each division from the conference. Yeah, so they're good at like picking the, the championship game, the... who's winning the championship game. Exactly. And this year, this year, they have – Bama making the comeback and winning it, and they have Georgia losing. However, even though with this said, I still think Bama is winning because when Nick Saban came out and said, you know, we had a bit of a rebuild last year, um, what fucking team rebuilds in the national championship in a game they should have won? Please, I would love to know. But he wasn't lying. He really wasn't lying. They did they didn't have much of any seniors. They're returning most of their players back anyway. Guys left, but they have guys at the same positions to fill the roles back in. So it's not like they're taking huge hits at any skill position. And most of the players that they're returning are getting bigger, stronger, faster. They're getting more experience with the play calls. They're getting more experience with them. They're, the they're returning the best player. I mean, he's not going to win the highest because he plays defense, but they're returning the best player in college football in Will Anderson. He is the best player in in, in college football. I don't care what anybody. And I, st- I I I think um, I think Bryce Young is the best quarterback this yeah. year as well. I don't disagree with you. I, I, I they're gonna they're gonna Stetson I, Bennett. I, I, they they got it. Like I, who's their backup to Stetson? He's not winning. He's not winning. A he got blessed with a fucking amazing team around him, and yeah. he did what he had to do. And I'm not shitting on Stetson, but. He's not. He's not that guy. He's not gonna do it. He, again. Yeah, he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to pull some like that guy shit. To well, because because this, this past season it was like just do what you're supposed to do and we will win. Now it's like yeah. you gotta win us. Like you got you gotta kind of do some shit now. Yeah, and I uh, I really don't think it's gonna be like close at all. Like at all. Um, but since we know who's gonna win, 
Let's shit. By the way, by the way, um, I hate this as much as you guys do that it's it's Alabama, Georgia. It it kind of fucking ruins college football. But it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, we got we gotta be honest with our picks. We're not gonna be fanboys over here and be like, oh, I have Kentucky making a run this year. Well, if we are being fanboys, what I did write is I would absolutely love Kentucky versus Arkansas. I am a huge I am a very, very big Kentucky fan with Stoops over there. I love yes. him. I wanted Florida State to get him so bad. He is – I think he's legit. Will Levis is legit. They're, they're kind of like a Wisconsin, but they're always like one piece away. But, dude, they could really do it this year. They, I mean, it's just so hard to beat Georgia. Like, the, the problem is they could beat everyone else but Georgia. Yes. That's the problem. But I mean, they lost 30-7, to seven, which isn't like, wow. But, like, Georgia beat everyone else by, like, 60 so, I yeah. mean, it shows I mean, some improvement. Really, what we really have to look at is just the teams that are trying to take the spots from them. So, on Alabama side of things, really the only competition they have is Texas A&M. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. All right, all right, whoa, all right, all right, all right. I may, I may, I may, I may have jumped the gun. Whoa. I may have jumped the gun. Arkansas and Ole Miss are very legitimate programs. And since we're going to okay. talk about the only threat, I, I personally – have Texas A&M finishing fourth in their own division behind yes. Arkansas and Ole Miss. Yes. Let me let me point this out about Texas A&M. Texas A&M is the only team to finish with fewer than 10 wins in this preseason and be ranked in the top 12. Nice. So what – first thing, what are they doing to earn these rankings other than to just give Alabama a little more hype to make them look that much better to them when they fucking blow them out by 40. Dude, my favorite, I don't know if you ever see it. I get it on my on my TikTok and my Instagram all the time. Is like all these like media hype up about Texas A&M. Like, like, oh, they got these new facilities and they got these new uniforms and like all these guys and yada, yada, yada. And then all the comments are like, dude, that's so sick for them to go eight and four. <laughs> Every time, bro, I love it. It makes me laugh so much, but it's so uh, true. It's so true. Is yeah. Jimbo doing anything different than Kevin Sumlin did? No. No. Not at Absolutely all. Absolutely not. Not at all. You look yeah, at, uh, do I hate Jimbo a little because he fucked us at Florida State? Absolutely. But either way, he hasn't done shit. And he has the best players. He literally has the best players. Yeah. Um. You want to look at some other teams in there? Um. We have – Lane Kiffin, the portal king, um, who actually had the second-best transfer class this year. The only problem is I don't think it's possible to get better when you lose Matt Corral, your offensive coordinator, and your defensive coordinator. Jackson Dart is is low-key that guy, though. Yeah, but you lost you lost Jeff Levy and DJ Dirk. Yeah, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. But the thing yeah. about Lane yeah. is, is he's the – Lane is the curveball of the SEC. That's what he is. He's going to come out and get – he's going to, like, barely beat fucking Tennessee by, like, three. And then he's going to have a shootout with Alabama at Alabama. Like, he's yeah. just the curveball of the SEC. Dude, they just have such a layup schedule this year. Like, if you look at it, they're non-conference um, games. Yeah, dude, layup. Layup. And they have a oh, gimme with Vanderbilt every year. Read them off. Yeah, read go off. ahead. No, you read I got oh, it. You... I got it. Oh, I got it now. I got it now. Yeah, yeah. Let me know almost the schedule. Oh my god, it's so bad. Yeah, dude, host a- Troy, yeah. host Central Arkansas, play at Georgia Tech, host Tulsa. So they're four and zero off rip. 
off rip. Like not even not even a remotely close yeah, game. Yeah, off rip four and the Then they host Kentucky. They're gonna lose that game, in my opinion. Uh, okay, fair. Uh, it's at Ole Miss. Uh, they're gonna um, no uh, no no they're gonna lose that game. So they're four and one. They're gonna beat Vandy at Vandy five and one. They're gonna beat Auburn at home, dude. I hate that Auburn sucks now. By the way, I hate that. I was a huge, I was I was a big Auburn fan when they had when they had um, Gus Malzahn. I, I hate that they suck now, but they suck. So you what? They're five and one after Vandy, six and one after Auburn at LSU could be a trap game for sure. So let's just give the benefit of the doubt and say they lose it. That's that's six and two. They're gonna lose. Do they lose against Texas? No. At Texas A&M, though, but... Texas A&M goes 8-4 and four for a reason. Okay, okay. So what we're going to do is we're just going to give them a loss between Texas A&M or LSU. They're going to lose one of those. So what, they're 7-2, seven and seven and two, right? 7-2. and two. Yeah. Lose Alabama 7-3. and three. Probably lose Arkansas 7-4. and four. They're going to go 8. They'll probably go 8-4, and four, and then when they're bowl game, go 9-4. and four. Mm. But, I mean, they really don't have that hard of a schedule. At all, I mean, it's not like Notre Dame schedule. Don't get me wrong, but it's dude. They're, they're starting off with four. Just boop, boop. like there's just yeah. no one there. There's no one there. Yeah, it does. Oh, the, at least they get Alabama at home. You know, like I know they're still gonna get whopped, but it's just so much nice. It's so much better playing at home. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That is our outlook for – oh, I'll say this one thing just because we didn't bring him up at all. And that and the only reason I say this is because LSU, in my opinion, is one of the hardest teams to judge right now. I have no idea I what to think agree. about. I agree. It's super up. However, however, I don't think they're the fifth best team in their division. That's where they're ranked preseason. No, 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 no. Dude, Brian yeah. – like, and you don't have to be an LSU fan. You don't have to be a Brian Kelly fan, but – you got to respect getting them, recruits in there, and and they're still LSU. It's yeah. still, in my opinion, the hardest stadium in the country to play at. Yeah, yeah. You know? I don't, I don't know what, I don't know why they gave them that ranking. Like, I get you want to respect the other programs, but come on, dude. dude Brian game. Kelly went to two the national championship and two college football playoffs. Yeah, not only that. Um, Jaden literally quarterback. That that was that's what I was gonna say. The quarterback is kind of the only like issue spot on the team. But honestly, that is Dude, the issue spot. Yes, hundred. I agree. It's issue spot. But as a first year co- coach, that's not a bad quarterback to have for your opening year. Oh, not at all. Not, not at, all. at all. Yeah, and they have multiple pros at the wide receiver position. It's just getting a quarterback to get yeah. the goddamn ball. Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels at Arizona State had to do everything. He was the team. Yeah. Okay. At LSU, all he has to do is make the throws he's supposed to make. He doesn't have to do anything extra. And that's going to take a lot of pressure off of him. Now he's going to be playing real fucking defenses now, which might fuck him up. But he's got it. Like, he's he's not a bad – I'm not saying he's great. But to start – if I'm a new head coach in the SEC, that's a really good guy to start your coaching career with. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know who else is under the radar of that? I'm surprised by because I just thought he would do more. Have you said Mike Leach? Yeah. What? Just like what has he done? He's not going to do. Know, anything. I know. He never he does anything. He's just fun and like his game. His team's always competitive. In some, if, in some years, I just they're not love, competitive, but like they're not like gross. I fucking love the air raid. 
I fucking love the air raid. Dude, I'm like, I know it. I know it. I know it's a terrible offensive strategy. Like at, at the end of the day, like the air raid is like the stupidest thing ever. But I, I just love watching it because like, I could. I, I honestly, I'm not a fan, but I'm keeping my eye out, and I kind of have a little faith in South Carolina. Beamer is not a bad coach. He's not. It's it's Beamer's son, who's not a bad coach mm-hmm. at all. And you get Spencer Rattler. Holy shit. Some of these bold predictions I'm reading are insane. What we got? You you want to hear some of these? Let's hear them. Let's hear them. Let's wrap up with this. So, okay, yeah. Mark Stoops will win 10 games at Kentucky. Figure that's his ceiling and not so suddenly take the open position at Auburn. That doesn't make any sense to me. That makes no – why would he leave to go to the same conference? Dude, with Auburn, you are in a way better spot than when you are at Kentucky. Kentucky Not right now? No, no, not right now. I completely disagree. Not right now, no. Not right now. No, not at this moment. Not at this moment, no. But Auburn's Auburn's not going to fire – what's his name? He's been there for one year. They're going to give him at least three. There's no way they're going to just give him two and kick him. There's no way. It's not that they'd kick him, but if they were just like, Hey, Mark Stoops. Dude, dude, up. dude, dude. Kentucky schedule is favoring them 100 million. It, yes, yes. It they really, can win it, 10 games. Only, the only, all right, obviously, they play Georgia, but they host it, which is so much better than playing in Athens. Their only game that is really, like, scary is, is at UF, and I don't even think UF's worth a shit. Dude, they're, they're, they're versus Miami of Ohio. They're going to dog them at home. They're at UF, which is tricky. It's a tricky game for sure, but I think they win it. Then they're, they're, they host Youngstown State, body them. Host NIU, body them. At Ole Miss, already said, I think they beat Ole Miss. Then they host South Carolina, which could be a trap game 100%. I think they win. Then they beat Mississippi State at home. They go to Tennessee. Tennessee ain't shit. Beat Tennessee. Beat Missouri at Missouri. Then they host Vandy, play them. And then they fucking host Georgia right before the end of the season, before they host Louisville. Before, yeah, that hmm. they're going to body. That Georgia game, dude. Dude, Kentucky, Kentucky, man. Kentucky. I'm going 10 wins. hundred. I'm 100% in favor of them getting 10 wins this year. 100%. Yeah. My favorite one that I'm reading, and I'm going to ride with this, Ole Miss will be undefeated going into the Alabama game. I need to look at that schedule again before you make insane predictions like that. I absolutely think they will not. be absolutely not. Absolutely not. I, absolutely not. No. Absolutely no. not. Absolutely not. They're not beating Kentucky, first of all. Okay. And, Dude, and yes. there's no way. There's yeah. no way. They're not beating Kentucky, Zach. They lost everything. Okay. It's Kentucky's best year. There's no way they're going at LSU winning that and then going at Texas AM winning that. They're dropping one of those games. Dude, we don't even know how the Brian Kelly experiment is going to go. It doesn't matter, bro. You just, it does 30 matter. 30 seconds ago, we're like, oh, they lost their OC and their DC and Matt Corral. Like, oh, what are they going to yeah. do? Now you're like, oh, you know, Ole Miss. Like, dude, dude I just no love shot, Lane Kiffin, No dog. shot. No shot. Lane, Lane Kiffin is that dude. <laughs> Lane is that guy. Dude, they got their punter. They got their punter from the frat house. Yeah, down yeah Lane, Lane is definitely that dude. But um, but what are some of the other ones? I like Kentucky taking 10 wins, by the way. I like that a lot. Okay. Um, After overwhelming divisional favorites, Alabama and Georgia, no other SEC squad finds their way into the top 10. 
uh, I feel like that's how it is every year. But yeah, I mean, there's usually like three, like three teams in the top, or three or four. Kentucky but yeah, it's not too far. I, dude, I'm riding Kentucky heavy this year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a jersey. <laughs> I'm riding Kentucky heavy. I no, like no, really, Kentucky. I really like them, bro. I like their culture. I like, I like, I like Bob Stoops. They have a good baseball team and a good basketball team. Like, it's a, it's a cool school, dude. It's a cool school. It's like low key off the radar. Yeah, Dick Ryan going crazy. Um, here's one. Year one of the Brian Kelly experiment will go poorly as the ex Notre Dame coach experiences the nation's toughest division for the first time. The Tigers will miss a bowl game, but finish with a top ten signing class anyway. No shot they're missing a bowl game. No chance. No chance. Literally no chance. No chance. You don't think so? You think they're going to get five wins? You think LSU is going to get five wins? It dep- it all depends on their out of conference. I I really just don't. They, know they how start off, dude. Dude, I can name I can name six wins on their schedule right now. They play Southern University. New Mexico and UAB. There's three. There's three wins right there. Then they host Mississippi State. They they're probably gonna beat Auburn at Auburn. And they host Tennessee. There's six wins right there. Off rip. Off rip six wins. And then they may they might beat Florida State in the opening game. There's absolutely no way they don't get six wins. Absolutely no way. Yeah. Mm. Yes. We'll see. Because if they if they if they lose that Tennessee game though. Or if they lose that Tennessee or that Auburn game, though. Oh, they're done. Yeah, then it's, then it's tricky. Fucked. Then it's really tricky. Yeah. Then they're really fucked. It's really tricky, though. So, yeah. Damn. He's got a lot right on that. But that's how we have um, wrapping up our conference picks. The last thing we're going to look at just real quick, Grayson, just give your singular Heisman candidate that you think is going to win it all. So I was looking through this list, and I'm just going to read off – um, there's, there's a lot. I'm just going to read off the top 10 and their odds. Yeah. I have mine. I'm just looking up a fact to back. All right. So the, this top 10 is from, um, is, is, uh, from DraftKings. Okay. So this is a top 10 Heisman. CJ Stroud yeah. at 220 quarterback at Ohio state. Bryce Young at plus 380 at Alabama. Caleb Williams mm-hmm. plus 700 USC. Mm-hmm. Will Anderson plus 1600 Alabama. Bijan Robinson plus 220, 2,200 at Texas. Uh, Jackson Smith mm-hmm. Najiba plus 2,500 at Ohio State. Dylan Gabriel plus 3,000 Oklahoma. Makes no sense. Quinn Ayers plus 3,500 3, at Texas. Trayvon Henderson, I think that's the new running back at Ohio State, plus 3,500 Ohio State. And then Tyler Van Dyke plus 3,500 at Miami. If, if you ask me, Who's going to have the best stats? I don't know who's going to have the best stats on the Heisman. But if you ask me who the best player in college football is, I'm going to tell you every single time it's Will Anderson. He is the best player in college football. Yep. I completely agree. And the only reason I was looking this up was just to verify. I think we will have our second ever defensive Heisman since Charles Woodson, which, by the way, they're not going to give it to him. They're not going to give it to him. Which, by the way, we should have had more. Sorry, I have my dog absolutely going crazy over here. One second. Hello? Yeah. Okay. Oh, perfect. Thank you very much. Zach's a gentleman and a scholar. Yes. You know, we just have people dropping off project managing things at our house. Um, what he actually gave me was um, 
I'll read it off to you. Looks like a ticket. Will Anderson. No, it's a uh, Will Anderson will win the Heisman card. Um, Aldo, Aldo. There's no chance, bro. There's no chance. There's no chance. Dude, he's one of the best defensive players. Zach, I'm I'm telling you, he's the best player in college football. Yes. But he's not. I I think he has a stupid, crazy year. Dude, listen to this. No, no, no. Stupid, crazy. Listen to this. Last year, 57 solo tackles, seven and a half sacks. And he didn't win it. 44 assisted tackles, 101 total tackles. And he didn't win it. Mm Yeah. I mean, then again, the Heisen Committee has he averaged made, over a sack a game. You understand this? No, you you want no, you want to know what's crazy? Go look at was it Nadamkin Sewer was it JJ Watt who they fucked over on the Heisen pick that one year? Either I want to say it was they both balled out. Yeah, there was one year where I think Nadamkin Sue had quite literally the most insane stat line I've ever seen. Yeah, Nebraska, um, right? Yeah, dude, yeah, it was I like I think I know what you're talking about. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, I'm gonna try to I read. People think of they're gonna give it to. A, they don't want to give it to a call. Call, dude. The football in general, um, football in general is moving towards offensive. They, they don't want. They don't want a college. They don't want to. Excuse me. They don't want a defensive guy winning the Heisman. They just don't. Football yeah. now is more offensive. They promote more offense. They they they, they want offense. But Will Anderson is the best. That's the problem with the award. It's not who's the best. It's who it's who put up the statistical properly, you know, proper yeah. statistics. Oh, my God. Look at this. Sue that year as a defensive tackle. You know what year it was? This was, um, I believe, 2012. Okay. Or no, 2009. Okay. This is 2009 when Mark Ingram won it, and he really didn't do shit that year. Um. As a D tackle, he had 24 tackles for loss, 12 sacks, 10 pass breakups, a pick, and three block kicks. He was so dominant oh that they God. had to develop formations just to stop him up the middle. And they were like, that, nah, Mark, Mark Ingram had the best offensive line in offense. He averaged, he averaged, get like, from the moment you snap the ball to getting to the quarterback, it took him 1.5 seconds on average for average play. And this ne- isn't an edge. Year, this isn't the middle. This is like in the middle. trenches. Nebraska that year allowed 10.4 points per game and four yards of play. Damn. They dicked teams. And they they were just like, yeah. Oh, um. Yeah, even that one year when Jabril Peppers was playing like every position, but he still didn't put up nearly what fucking Sue did. Sue, because I remember watching highlights uh, not too long ago. I was just sitting down watching, but he like it was it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like he could like literally stiff arm the center and then just grab the guard and be like, "Yeah, you're done." But that's our week one wrap up or week zero, I should say. Um, That's what yeah, week zero. That's what we'll officially call it. but yeah, hopefully we're right about a lot of things, but I'm sure we'll be wrong about a lot of things as well. Um, but there's two things that are for certain. It's horns down and it's fuck USC. Um, and with that, I Big bid fact. you a good night. And uh, send you off real quick. Remember, we will be posting all of our picks from here on out and keeping track of them. So you will see at the end of the college, we, we'll make it a, we'll make some punishment or, or prize or something. We'll figure that out. Mm-hmm. It's only week zero. We got some time. 
But uh, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. College football week zero.